0: So currently I'm tackling regional neglect with regards to safety of children and communities in certain parts of Scotland. We're noticing that obviously um, there's a large disparity in the way that uh, people are actually being cared for in certain areas of Scotland. We're looking particularly at the area of Angus and um, for years it's been noted you know even with regards to regional spending that Angus is very poor with regards to that. The amount of um, law enforcement and uh, support by, by police actually in that area as well during the pandemic is particularly poor as well. Uh, In this case where we've even heard that Angus, the area of Angus, a small area in Scotland, has been impacted so significantly that the amount of cases and infection rate has actually been two times above that of Aberdeenshire. Now Aberdeenshire is a colossal huge area um of Scotland. One of my favorite places in the world is Aberdeenshire. It's huge. And my friend actually lives up there. She's expressing right now. They are very good there. They have excellent resources in Aberdeenshire. The thing about these particular places is that they're spread out, they're spread apart. But this also means that people in these particular areas do commute in and out of different areas. They are more likely to commute to different parts of Scotland, transferring infection rates, whereby it might look like one area in Scotland has um, a high infection rate at one point, but actually it could often be to do with other people that are um, displaying behaviours that uh, facilitate uh, the the promotion, if you like, of this pandemic and increase the likelihood of it um, becoming widespread. So these people who are commuting with those types of behaviours Often um, bringing the pandemic to places um, out with their regional area, and I believe that to be Angus is one of these places where the behaviours in particular are not being supported in terms of keeping people safe there and wherever these people are commuting to and travelling to out with Angus. Big problem, really, um, with regards to us. Um, at the moment, we are, you know, we are we're fairly lucky in terms of um, the overall results at the moment, we have um, a strangely mild uh, autumn to winter at this time, but we do know that we are heading into that arena of that which is winter. And when that happens, we start to see an increase. I did predict this beforehand. I said as soon as we get to autumn-winter, we're going to see a second wave unless something's done about this, unless we really um, you know, batten down the hatches and try our best. Well, the prediction came true. We, we saw this shoot straight back up. Um the cases have shot exponentially back up, but the results of how it's manifesting in terms of the level of those in intensive care, although large, um, isn't huge compared to when it started in March. Again, um probably to do with our weather, potentially. Also, um, one important point is uh, the types of ways in which it's dealt with, the new medical treatments available at the moment as well, that is helping. However, no one should be put in the position where they're having to go into hospital and be placed on ventilators or other um, restrictive services where they're almost dying. Now, there's not just that, or having a death rather, there's not just that, but as my friend really pointed out um, very cleverly, uh, that there's also the situation where there's such thing as long COVID, that whilst some people may not actually die from COVID, even just getting infected with COVID, even just infected with COVID, can leave significant harm on individuals no matter what age they actually are. And that goes all throughout all the age groups, children and adults alike, to the point where Um, They have these ongoing difficulties and challenges um, in all aspects mentally. It can affect them physically as well and this can continue on for the rest of their life. So even the point of being infected by this actual particular disease can have devastating effects on a long ongoing process uh, throughout people's lives. This is the reason why this is so important. It is not just now that we're looking at okay, it's mild weather and uh, we have better medications so people are not so likely to die of this. We're actually now going forward with increased information about long COVID and the devastating impacts that that can actually have. For that um, alone, in order to protect um, my child, we, you know, we have um, a situation where we are between regions right now. So I can't just sit back and say, "Well, it's okay," because this region where she's at, at some point at the time they're doing really well and we've got things down in terms of our regulations, it's not good enough. We have to understand there are other people in other parts of Scotland that are just not being supported to the same level and these are the children and the communities in danger of not only um, deaths with regards to Covid now but as we know, um, suffering from the effects of long Covid if they're actually infected. This is one of the major things, particularly for younger people who, um, on the most part, are actually um, not suffering as much in terms of uh, serious effects of the kind which leads to death, but actually serious in terms of long COVID, which are very serious. Okay, so in placing this information out there, um, the intention is to educate, it's to engage, it's also uh, a preemptive because there will be from this point of engagement and from this um, point of clarification, there needs to be particular structures put in place, especially for places that don't have that level of support such as Angus. There's going to be a large level of increased activity in terms of the policing in those areas as a result to make sure that they are being supported, that people there are are being kept safe, that children aren't being neglected in this regional disaster as they have been up until this date, as well as the wider uh, communities as well. Now let's just have a look. So this is currently what's called as phase three, but that's, uh, you know, you have to understand that's not uh, really looking at all the impacts and effects of long COVID, which the government needs to really look at properly and focus in on with regards to protecting the safety of all and not just certain regions. The law states that we are not to enter right now into other households, um, you know, and, you know, there are large groups, groups are supposed to be dispersed. Um, and certainly anyone going into other's households at this particular time, you know, these people who are doing this are not just only breaching and in contravention of the law, they're actually putting their own safety and they're in detriment of actually getting long COVID and the results of that, which are devastating indeed. So the types of areas, you know, we, we can't stop things altogether. We have got provisions in place and people have managed to do that successfully in terms of having regulated meetups indoors and outdoors but these are you know regulated they are organized there's a difference between something that's organized and regulated as opposed to an indoor activity which doesn't have any regulations doesn't have any social distancing and is an absolute open gateway for long COVID at the very least. So we're looking, we're putting this into place now in terms of the engagement and the information. Um, do share this as widely as possible. It is absolutely so important, particularly with regards to making sure that all parts of Scotland are being treated um, with respect and care and that places aren't being left out of this. Now, with regards to this, upon hearing this, you would actually be in contravention if you were to obstruct this information getting out. It's vitally important that the requirements are met and anyone obstructing any of the requirements or obstructing the information getting out or obstructing anything that would put others in harm. Those contravening, in other words, that won't tell someone or disperse groups to go home. These are people who are contravening the actual law and putting others in danger. So this is vitally important, not just from a matter of law, but from a matter of care and community safety, as well as personal and individual safety rights. So unless action is taken upon each of these, we would actually be in contravention and actually end up becoming facilitators to the spread of the pandemic and certainly therefore in breach of the current COVID law.